Welcome back to another episode of the Folly Coffee Podcast. We are proud to announce that we are the 101st ranked food podcast in Argentina. So in honor of our Argentinian listeners, here is your national anthem for the next three to four seconds. Breathe that in. Hey, this is Rob. This is episode 141 of the Folly Coffee Podcast. Let's get it brewing. Get on your feet and let's make some noise because we have with us today the one, the only Chef first ranked food podcast in Argentina, you have to up your production value. And that's what we're all about here yeah, at the Folly Coffee definitely. Podcast. And Chef Yavang is back. So you know what that means. That's correct. Another edition of DTF. DTF. for find the food and definitely nothing else at all. Now, before we get into today's topic, you've got some cool things going on. Over in Uptown, currently running the Slurp Noodle Shop, which has been oh, an yeah. absolute hit. It's now transitioning over into a new pop-up concept. Would you like to yeah. tell the people about what that concept is, when it's happening, and then we will get on to our show. So in a way, it's like this podcast episode is brought to you by Yeah, and... Yeah, so uh, Slurp is finishing March 25th, uh, which is... Our recording right now will be two weeks, a week and a half from now. Yeah. So March 25th, and then we're pausing, or we're shutting down for, well, for like three days to turn over the kitchen. And then that Wednesday, uh, that next Wednesday, we start, which is like March, what was it? So this episode will come out March 19th, yeah. which is a Sunday. Yep. The following Sunday is the 26th. Yep. So you're saying it'll shut down on Sunday, March 26th, Slurp Noodle Shop, yep. and come back on the 29th, which the is a 20th, Wednesday. 29th, we'll open as the pop-up. It's called Mika. Mika is the... Uh, people were saying Mika, Mika, but the pronunciation is Mika, like two syllables. It's the um, it's the Hmong word for American. Merka, you know, American. So our parents growing up couldn't say Mika, or they couldn't say American, so they all ended up saying Mika. So it's this idea of the collision of two food cultures. You know, you have your Hmong food culture, you have your American food culture. And as they merge and collide together in a beautiful collision, it uh, creates a third food culture, which is Mika. So it is, uh, we call it uh, a classic Hmong American comfort food. 
And what are some of the menu features going to be? Yeah, at? so we have like a pork chop sandwich, you know, beast it up. You, you got a chance to try it. I on tried the, it. The, Fried pork chop sandwich where the pork chop is the size of the plate. You got the buns. Yeah. It was absolutely the bun, fantastic. The bun is there as more of a joke, if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like, it doesn't fit in the bun. Well, you, you can pick up the bun, and then essentially you're eating a pork chop while you're trying to get, get to, to the, the bun. bun. That's a whole, I mean, that's just a life philosophy. Like, are we all just trying to get to the bottom? Where well, that sounds really weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why does um, it always get weird? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we we have a a meatloaf on there. You know, we call it the meatloaf. Um, we figured we didn't want to call it meatloaf. We just will call it the meatloaf. Um, there's a so you did the opposite of Facebook. Instead yeah, of removing yeah, the, the, you're adding the. How important the meatloaf is, and then we also have a very. Uh, um, it, you know, it's it's kind of like a dish we grew up eating uh, is instant ramen noodles. I would cook instant ramen noodles when I got home from school, and then I take the instant ramen noodle and I would uh, put ketchup in it because that would be kind of like my quote unquote tomato sauce. And maybe I'll throw a slice, a piece of uh, you know American sliced cheese on it to melt the cheese on top, or throw in some of the, that 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 pre grated parm on the mm-hmm. in the green can. That next wax yeah. layer on top yeah, of you each know, individual strand yep, of parmesan. Yep. And then uh, I would uh, throw some meat in there or something, and then that was kind of like a pasta for me, you know, kind of like a pasta with ragu sauce. But we do we, so we call that the after school special. But instead of uh, we we make these meatballs out of the mung sausage, and so it's a spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> well, I know. it's funny you should end. And the transition a- is well, that Italian accent actually yeah. brings me into the. I next don't know if that's offensive, dude. Is it offensive? I. It's funny. I uh, have that question going into today because uh, I was going to do more music, and then I was like, "We're going to start getting into that territory of like, is this bad music to have in the background?" Yeah, like I, I feel very as somebody, <coughs> as somebody <coughs> who uh, <laughs> sorry, as somebody who traveled to Italy uh, earlier this fall, um, I really watched how I said stuff, you know, because. Uh, so I uh, also being part American, I didn't want to be like, oh, grazie. And I'd be like, oh, why did I say that? Well, that transition kind of got thrown off, but. Sorry. <laughs> today's topic for DTF is a good one. What is pizza? Mm-hmm. As is customary in DTF, which obviously stands for define the food and nothing else. Yep. I like to go through the definition of the type of food drink food and beverage related topic i like to go through the listed dic- uh, dictionary definitions can i before we start that can yes. i tell you where i got this idea when yes. we were texting back and forth so growing up um you ever heard of book it did you ever do that it's a program in school where it's like you read a book and then you get your parents to sign off on it and you get these little tabs oh yeah yeah, yeah you know what i'm talking that. about yeah. Yeah, it was the pizza hut yeah that's right? a memory i forgot i had yes the pizza hut like book yeah, reading program it's called book it I got weirdly, weirdly competitive with it. I, I did too. Um, and so my parents, was, you know, in the, every like five or seven books you get, you get a, a coupon, a coupon for um, um, Pizza Hut. You get a personal pan pizza. Mm-hmm. And all the kids, we would save ours and then we go to Pizza Hut. I never realized that Pizza Hut actually sold pizza. We thought this is just where you go and trade in for these personal pan pizza, right? And that's where I fell in love with pizza growing up as a kid, as a, you know, a monk kid. Wait, you didn't know Pizza Hut made pizzas. You thought it was just a place for the Book It program. 
Robert, you have to realize that we we lived in a different world. <laughs> I didn't realize how all these things worked. So okay, so we also knew that we couldn't get pizza unless we read books, right? That was kind of we were conditioned to think that way. Mm. Do you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you start to like salivate when you read books now? A little bit, <laughs> but but what, what we had at the house, we had this thing we call well, I called it janky pizza. Basically, you take a piece of bread, white bread, Wonder Bread, you squirt a little ketchup on it, and then you put some mozzarella cheese, and you throw in like like pepperonis or cuts of ham, and then you put it in the microwave to melt it. And to us, to me, I consider that janky pizza, you know? And so I thought about it while we were having this question, like, what's our next DTF topic? I said, well, that was pizza to me, you know, because it has all the components of pizza. So that's why when I text, I say, hey, dude, Let's do what's pizza, and then that opened a whole big focaccia bread. You think you know? Okay, so go ahead. Perfect transition. Force first definition, then history. Yeah. Then we start to question. We everything. actually have a system now. You know that we have a yeah. very good system. And one of the big takeaways I had while researching the history of pizza yeah. is I Took think you about forty hours this week to do that. It's yeah, yeah. I'm way behind on work. Yeah. My customers are very upset. But yeah. I, I, this I is the it. number one priority here. Mm-hmm. Very similar, a lot of similarities in kind of the history and the blurred line of what mm-hmm. is and isn't a pizza as to our burrito conversation. Mm-hmm. Not saying mm-hmm. that the histories align in terms of when they were created or how they were created, but we're going to see some interesting similarities as we're trying to define what a pizza is to the struggles that we had of defining a burrito. Mm-hmm. So first, the definitions. I got four different definitions okay. because I think there are some important differences, but they also have glaring similarities. Dictionary.com <laughs> lists, lists pizza as a flat, open-faced, baked pie of Italian origin, consisting of a thin layer of bread dough topped with spiced tomato sauce and cheese, often garnished with anchovies, sausage slices, mushrooms, etc. So a couple important things there. Mm-hmm. They outline or they outline bread dough topped okay. with spiced tomato sauce and cheese blah 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 cambridge english dictionary lists pizza as a large circle of flat bread baked with cheese tomatoes and sometimes meat and vegetables spread on top oxford english dictionary lists pizza as a savory dish of italian origin Ooh, that word savory there changes something else and that'll uh-huh. come up in the history Oxford English Dictionary, a savory dish of Italian origin consisting of a flat, usually round base of dough baked with a topping of tomatoes, cheese, and any of various other ingredients, such as meat, anchovies, or olives. And then finally, Merriam-Webster, who, first, I don't know why, it's just a very strong brand there. I just trust Merriam-Webster the most when it well, comes to Webster definitions. Webster was the dude who, like, he invented the dictionary. And so, yeah, someone who invented the dictionary, yeah. it's going to be a reputable source. He, wrote, he, he, he started the dictionary. I shouldn't say invented. He started. I would say anybody who wrote, like, words and what they were, that probably predates Merriam-Webster. I want to be like, nerd. But thanks to capitalism, he was like, I can make money off of this. Words in a book. Dictionary. Let's go. Yeah. Merriam-Webster throws a stick in the proverbial spoke of this Webster, bike. why do you do that? A dish made of typically flattened bread dough spread with a savory mixture, usually including including tomatoes and cheese and often other toppings, and baked. Now, Mm. 
the words that stick out to me there that we're going to want to keep in mind. Savory mixture. Yep. Usually including tomatoes and cheese and often other toppings and baked. So every other definition was very specific that they say it is topped with tomato sauce and cheese. That's the base. That's what pizza is. Miriam Webster comes in and says, usually tomatoes and cheese. Couple different references to a savory mixture. That is another thing. But the consistent things that we can take from all four of these definitions are a bread dough or a dough that is flattened, spread with a savory mixture. Not all of them say savory, but they list savory ingredients. And then tomatoes and cheese are referenced in all four definitions. Okay. Can I make an observation? Yes. Now, Webster puts bake at the end. So I feel like Webster is saying this is the process. You put all the ingredients on, then you bake it. This is true. Yeah, none of the that is interesting that the other three definitions do not list how it's prepared yeah. or just the ingredients. And then Miriam Webster goes as far to say it's baked after all of those processes are done. Now on to the history of pizza. Many ancient cultures produced basic flatbreads with several toppings. Yep. In the 6th century BC, Persian soldiers baked flatbreads with cheese and dates on top of their battle shields, mm -hmm. which is kind of a cool imagery flipping yeah. using your metal battle shield yeah. to cook these pizza like flatbreads so this is a flatbread with cheese and dates in the 6th century bc in ancient greece citizens made a flatbreads called placus p-l-a-k-o-u-s flavored with toppings like herbs onion cheese and garlic so you've got a bread with cheese and other ingredients an early reference to a pizza-like food is made in the Latin epic poem Aeneid. That's, yeah. Aeneid. A-N-E-I-D. <laughs> in 19 BC, when the people are served a meal that includes round cakes, like pita bread, and topped with cooked vegetables. Now, it's interesting. It's open fish that, sandwich. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Is like, that's bread with cooked vegetables, and they're like, pizza, see? And I'm like, okay, kind of. Did they say pizza, or they say the earliest to kind of That's be an early reference to a pizza-like food. Keep that phrase in mind, pizza-like, because that kind of is yeah. where I'm starting to go. Burrito, pizza, we're starting yeah, to see. adjective. Exactly. Adjective. It's no longer a noun. Precisely. Mm -hmm. Flatbreads occur in many cultures across history. Focaccia dates back to the Etruscan civilization mm -hmm. in Italy between 900 BC and 27 BC. Manakish in the Levant, in the eastern Mediterranean region of Western Asia. Coca, which has sweet and savory varieties from Catalonia. The Greek pita, Lapinja in the Balkans. Bing, which is a wheat flour-based Chinese food with a yeah, disc-like yep. yep, uh, with a disc-like shape. Yep. The Indian paratha, Central and South Asian naan, yep. among others. However, is this a coincidence? This last one here, or is the naan? It, this last one I'm about to read here. Okay, there is a kosher Passover cookie eaten yep. by the Roman Jews called the pizzarelle or pizzarelle. Mm -hmm. Is that an interesting coincidence, or isn't it? No, I think that that's like they draw from that word. It has to, right? Yeah, because it has to. one thing that's missing throughout the history is like, where did the word come from? That's yeah. the only thing I found that you go, okay, this is kind mm -hmm. of the root of that word. But that actual food has the least resemblance to actual pizza. Mm -hmm. The word pizza was first documented in AD 997 in Gaeta, a city in the province of Latina in southern Italy. 
In 16th century Naples, a galette flatbread was referred to as a pizza. It was a dish known for poor people. A galette is a term used in French cuisine and is commonly uh, commonly a style of single crust, free-form pie with a fruit filling yep. and the crust folded partway over the top of the filling. Yeah. So when you picture a galette, yeah. it's almost like a pie that's much... It's a fruit pie. So, like, galettes, you... You, I've seen them made all the time, you know, and it's it's literally, a, you know, fruit pie, quote unquote, and you put all your, you know, like berries, apples, whatever, and then you just, you roll the sides up a little bit to kind of hold it in. So instead of using a pie tin where it creates yep. kind of that deep it's pie It's a free shape, form, free form fruit, pie. fruit pie, you know. And a galette flatbread was referred to as a pizza in 16th century Naples. However... It was not until the Spanish brought the tomato from the Americas and developed the modern variations. Wait, so the Spanish brought the tomatoes back from the Americas? From the Americas. Do you, probably, where do you think they got those the tomatoes from? Well, I have that for okay. you. <laughs> Is this going to be the potato thing all over? <laughs> the burrito, the potato, <laughs> everything we find, we go... Damn it! There is some definite like colonialism. There are invasions. Like, I, yeah, are... I call it like reverse, con- not reverse, but it's like it's like colonialism. But you're like, wait, even the tomato is from, even the like the potato, the tomato. And this is where it gets interesting with the conversation of like appropriation and yeah, food. Yeah. Is you're like, I'm sorry if you go far back with yeah. anything, that, well, but that's the bad thing is like there's appropriation Basically, now is yeah. kind of how people are looking yeah. at it. But you go back then and you go, it wasn't appropriation. It was just stealing. Yes. However, it, it's a little unclear because this is how it was phrased, is that tomato seeds were gifted to the Neapolitans in 1770 by the Spanish Empire on behalf of the visa royalty of Peru. So the seeds came from Peru and the Spanish were like, here's mm-hmm. a gift on behalf of them. Now that is what is said. But I think if you went in history, did the Peruvians say, here's our gift to you? Or did the Spanish go, this is awesome. We're going to take this for ourselves. We'll leave that up to you. But if I'm going to use any other DTF episode in the history of how foods are introduced to places, it's usually, we like this, we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, like, if you really think, I mean, think about that. It's, it all traces back to Europe. Because, it, and it seems to always be like France and Italy and these these countries. Spain, let's not get Spain. Spain, definitely, <laughs> definitely in there, is you're like, oh, these are traditional French, yeah. Italian, Spanish yeah. foods. But you chase it back, it's like. Tomatoes originated as wild plants in the Andes, growing in parts of Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, yeah. Ecuador, and Peru. So I think if you were to go around and survey 100 people about yeah. where do tomatoes come from? And they're like, like, oh, this volcanic, you know, um, dirt that's in this part of Italy makes the best San Marzano, da-da-da-da-da. Exactly, like the Sam, Sam Marzano. Yeah. Then like, you picture those Italian yep. cans with the beautiful yep. branding, and you're like, those are the best tomatoes. And you're but like, really, it's from Central America. It's from Central America. <laughs> like the potato. Central and South America, I should say. Well, yeah, South America. Uh, it was not until the Spanish brought the tomato from the Americas that the modern variations occurred. Mm-hmm. The marinara pizza, marinara pizza, was Mar- created. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> I said marinara, and then I'm like, you're, we're, we're you're in, so you're so fancy. We're in Minnesota. Marinara. Oh, I did it again. Sorry, Sorry <laughs> friends. The uh, marinara, because we're in Minnesota, but yeah, the marinara right. pizza was created in 1734. And the margarita pizza dates back to 1796. Fun fact, the margarita pizza is yeah. named after Queen Margarita. Margarita. Yeah. 
She wanted to be served food, was bored with the food that was being served, so mm -hmm. they whipped up some dishes, including a pizza that resembled the Italian yep. flag with mozzarella, tomato, and basil, or basil, that resembled the Italian flag, and it was her favorite dish mm -hmm. served. It was then named after her, and previous to this occurrence, pizza was seen as a poor person's food, mm -hmm. a street food. After this, it got the approval from royalty. This is when it became like Italy's national dish. Bro, so you're telling me that the royals took something that was quote unquote simpleton food and made it royal? Man, mm, interesting. Se several layers. <laughs> several interesting, layers. Of, interesting. Is, and then the question becomes is every food problematic? Uh, why do we even eat? <laughs> <laughs> and Drink more coffee. <laughs> until the late 19th or early 20th century, the dish was sweet, not savory, which mm. makes sense because it came from the galette. Yeah, yeah, which is like a you know fruit pie. Yeah, yeah. and so you've got like these tomatoes, and you go, yep. okay, we'll make a sweet dish with this tomato. But in 1911, Pellegrino Artusi created the recipe for the savory pizza alla Napolitana, which was mozzarella, tomatoes, anchovies, and mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Pizza was mainly eaten in Italy, but could be found in the U.S. in the 1910s on the East Coast and Midwest, brought over by Italian immigrants, but became famous in New York City. Lombardi's in Manhattan became yep. the first licensed pizzeria in 1905. Shortly after World War II, a Texan named Ike Sewell attempted to attract new customers to his pizzeria in Chicago. Ooh, ooh, now, now. Mm. If you had to take a guess mm -hmm. how this Chicago-based Texan made his pizza, what would your guess be? Deep dish. Deep dish. He wanted to attract new customers by offering a much heartier version of the dish with deeper, thicker crust and richer, more abundant toppings with cheese at the bottom and a mountain of chunky as, tomato sauce As some people would say pizza casserole or pizza lasagna. And I wonder if most Chicago people know that a Texan dude came in and made their style of pizza famous. Now, he, I think, wasn't he, like, he's from, born for Texan, but, like, he, like, relocated and became Chicago. Well, and that kind of plays the whole word. Is is he not a Chicago person if he lives in Chicago? Yeah. Does it matter? But if it's a Chicago person and we're in an argument, I say, yes, it does. Just for the sake of argument, in my own personal life, I go, no. He created the dish in Chicago. It's a yeah. Chicago dish. <laughs> Finally, pepperoni pizza or spicy sausage began being used on pizza in the 1950s in New Haven. Yep. And it didn't become a national phenomenon until the 1980s, popularized by Domino's, mm. originally known as Dominique's, and changed to Domino's. They were the first ones to bring it to national popularity. And that is the history of pizza. There's so many things we can unpack in there. There's so many things that we can dive into. Right off the bat, I the first thing that crosses my mind is who was the first person to think, take the pizza crust and dip it in ranch? Definitely wasn't the first thing I thought of, but, it, no. but an interesting thought. No, And I think as a Minnesota-based podcast and you being from Wisconsin, we're like, yeah, that's what you do. And then a lot of people, when you said that, they go, I've never even thought to dip that in ranch. And you go, but it's the lifeblood yeah. of the Midwest. First step, let's identify 
the core concepts mm -hmm. of what actually makes a pizza. I'll okay. go first. Yep. I think a bread dough of some sort is absolutely has to be a part yep. for something to even be considered a pizza. Yes, you're raising your hand. Yep. Go, <laughs> go ahead. Um, cauliflower crust. Let's. I don't know why you're shaking. Like you shake your head because you agree with me. I already had it written down. And by the way, Tim Nivers, we love you. <laughs> but let's. Do we think that bread dough is a necessity for it to be a pizza? Are we paying homage to the many alliteration and generation of pizza? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, are we paying homage to that? Or are we just saying we're gonna just keep the name? But change every it'd be okay with everything change out as long as it represents the name. Like, do you know what I'm saying? This is where I think it goes back to the burrito conversation because a key turning point in that conversation is that a burrito can also be used to describe other things. So it's like you have a sushi burrito, you have a breakfast burrito. Adjective, yep. And so I think pizza is going to be very similar where if someone just served you, said, hey, I made a cheese pizza, and then it came out and it was a cauliflower crust cheese mm -hmm. pizza, you'd be like, what the heck? I thought we were having pizza. We're having cauliflower crust pizza. If, To me, if you need an additional descriptor to clarify what you're serving, in addition to the word pizza, it's not just a pizza. So what if, what if you just said, hey, we, I have... What if you just say, hey, this is a cauliflower, or no, sorry, this is a pizza, but the crust has, like, happens to be made out of cauliflower. Like, it's not a, you know what I'm saying? So, like, are, are you saying, or, or, or you could just say, hey, this is a pizza, and not tell them that it's made out of cauliflower. You know what I'm saying? I think as a consumer. Do you have to tell the consumer that it's I made? I think so. Because if I went to a restaurant, I go, oh, I'm craving pizza, and it only lists it as pizza, and it has a cauliflower crust, I'd be like, this is not what I was expecting. Oh, so it's like when you're on a dating app, and they say, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just trying try to just forcing the all the things that seem to happen on yeah. every episode. Yeah. I think as a pizza consumer, you're looking at it, and you have an expectation in your mind of what that is. So what we're trying to break down first is okay. what is that thing that when you tell somebody, I got a pizza, what are the core things that they are expecting? I right think away, bread, bread dough. Bread dough bread is dough. number one. You're expecting okay. right away, it's a bread dough. Yep. The thickness can vary. It can be thin mm -hmm. dough, like a thin crust pizza. Mm -hmm. It could be like the Chicago, which is really yeah. deep and thick. It can Triple be just... Triple C thick. It can be like just your normal pan yeah. pizza. But... It can be like Bread like the, dough. Like New Haven style, which is super thin and crispy, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so bread dough, right away you're like, that is a necessity. And we just already listed all the different variations, but that's kind of the next level. But we need to identify what are the corn, uh, core concepts here. Now, in the definitions, tomato and cheese are always listed. Mm. Is tomato or tomato sauce, a necessity for something to be called a pizza. So here's the deal. I don't got a dog in this fight, so I'm just like, no. Because some people do like kind of like an Alfredo creamy sauce, you know, like some of the clam pies, you know, that yeah. they go with. Some people, they just go sauceless too. 
you know? And we're, we are, it's like, just like ricottas, like, you know, schmear on it. Yeah, and you would not think that right now, being from Minnesota, mm -hmm. that pizza is, in pizza in Minnesota right now is a topic of national conversation. Absolutely. With We just had Rectangle get mm -hmm. named Best Pizza on, what show was it? Good Morning America? Yeah, Good Morning America. And Chef Ann Kim just mm -hmm. had a full feature on Chef's Table yep. Pizza yep. on Netflix. So here we are in Minnesota. Not many people picture it as a kind of pizza national but player. I feel like pizza is one of the, it's like a national dish. It definitely is at this point. You know point. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think anywhere in the United States, the two things that are always consistent, not three if you want to call it that, whatever, pizza, burger, and beers. You know what I'm saying? Burka. Merka, Merka, Burka, Burka. So be before we get into the different styles of pizza across yeah. the U.S., I agree with you, is that there's nowhere in the U.S. Yeah. you're going to go and there's not going to be a pizzeria. Yeah. It is definitely on that short list of like burger, yep. beers, pizza. You go anywhere in the country, yep. any town, big or small, yep. they're going to have a place that you but can But I get do it. agree that Minnesota has made a mark with pizza. Here. Absolutely. But I think typically if people are thinking where are the best places in the U.S. to get pizza, yep. I think rarely somebody would be like, oh, Twin Cities. Yep. Are, but I think that's true for a lot of different types of food, and people yeah. are usually pleasantly surprised. Shout out. I was going to say us, but not us, but just Minnesota. Minnesota doing things. Coffee, you know. I would mm. make a strong argument yeah. for coffee, but that's for a different episode. No, I agree with you. Bread dough. Bread dough. Is tomato sauce a necessity for it to be called a pizza? I say no. So let me, let's, let's go back to, yep. I tell you I'm getting a pizza. It mm -hmm. has cauliflower crust and you're like, yeah. this, this is cauliflower crust pizza. If I said I'm grabbing a pizza and it ends up being a barbecue pizza, mm -hmm. which instead of tomato, well, I guess actually barbecue yeah. sauce actually would be tomato based. So that would still kind yeah, of work. Depending. Let's go, yeah. let's go with your example or let's mm -hmm. go with uh, the, the, the pickle pizza, which has become very popular at the state fair, Chef Ann Kim does a version. You see a lot of versions around yep. town. It's a ranch-based mm -hmm. sauce. If you, if I said I'm grabbing a pizza and I bring in that, which is bread dough, mm -hmm. ranch, cheese, pickles, mm -hmm. and other things, would you be like, what the heck? Why didn't you warn me that this is the type of pizza we're getting? Mm -hmm. I mean, no, because the moment you said pickle, I know that there's going to be ranch in it. But in this scenario, I just said I'm oh. grabbing a pizza, and then oh. I bring and I bring that. Would you be like? But would you? Okay, okay, hold on. But would you just say I'm grabbing a pizza? Then I'd be. I next question I would have is, well, what kind? And I say, just a pizza. What are you expecting? Because, okay, so if you did say that and you're just just a pizza, I'm already I'm automatically thinking the one with the red sauce on it. Exactly, like a cheese or or pep or you know or or pep sausage, whatever. You are picturing a yep. cheese pizza, yep. bread dough, tomato sauce. Do cheese. you know? Do you know why I would do that? Do you know what's been conditioned in my head? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, dude. You ever watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm -hmm. growing up? Every time they had pizza, it was it looked so delicious. You know, it was like, but it was all pepperoni all the time. It was either pepperoni or cheese. And in my mind, I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's what pizza looks like. Exactly. As a kid growing up. And so do we say that pizza is bread dough, tomato sauce, and cheese, and anything that is not bread dough, tomato sauce, I, and cheese is a variation of pizza? Yes, I would say, yep. If we go pizza, and you had half a second to think about pizza, what does it look like? Do you go, that's what you say. 
And this is why it's so similar to the burrito, because the conclusion we came to with the burrito Mm -hmm. is that the burrito is your base food, which I believe was potatoes, beans. No, no, not uh, potatoes. Rice. Rice. Wow. So (laughs) European of you. (laughs) I was thinking of a breakfast burrito. Uh, Rice, beans, protein of some sort. It could be as little as rice and beans. Everything else is a variation. So you have to use a descriptor in front or uh, after Mm -hmm. burrito like describe. a breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito, sushi burrito, barbecue mm-hmm. burrito, like whatever mm-hmm. it is, you have to describe it differently for it mm-hmm. to be a burrito. I think pizza is the same. Okay. That pizza is bread dough, tomato sauce, and cheese. Okay. Any variation on top of that has to be described, or as a pizza eater, you're going to be like, this is not what I expected. I still think that it's more complicated than just saying, this is pizza. Because everybody will, like, I think people will then say, well, what kind? Like, oh, I'm getting pizza. What kind? It always starts with what kind. You know, because I think that the true conversation with pizza doesn't start till after what kind, that question. So that goes into the next kind of tier. Yep. If I said to you, I'm getting a, a pierogi pizza. So a pierogi, yeah. similar to a calzone. Mm-hmm is a folded dish with yeah, like pastry dough with fillings. Mm-hmm. And I'm a pizza maker, and I go, oh, I'm going to use all the ingredients of a pierogi as my toppings on this flat bread dough. This is now a pierogi pizza. Is that a pizza? Because it doesn't have tomato it's sauce. It's not a pierogi pizza, I'll tell you that, because pierogies, what makes pierogi is the fact that it's closed up and it's actual dumpling. <laughs> definition of a pierogi is a small dough dumpling Mm -hmm. with a filling such as potato or cheese typically Mm -hmm. served as a dish with onions or sour cream okay so let's say i'm making a pierogi pizza yep you would just assume oh i know what that is it's the bread dough that's not folded up and it uses potato or cheese and served with onions or sour cream so the sour cream could be like the sauce potato and cheese and topped with onions great job okay how about this what if I said, oh, that's not a pierogi pizza. You know what that is? That's a baked potato pizza. Same difference. Is it a no. pizza? Okay. Just take the... No, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, you... you, you so, so, words mean stuff. So, pierogi means... It, it, it's could a you, dumpling. Could it's you say close, that again? Words mean stuff. <laughs> it does! Whoa! <laughs> that's how you that's how you win any debate is you just say things that are just facts and you're like see words mean stuff and then i'm like yes but do but. okay you know what i mean I words, know what you words mean. have meaning okay okay so the pierogi you're saying it has to be folded when you unfold it, it's no longer a pierogi yep okay let's just say i go i made a pizza it's a yep. flatbread dough i mm-hmm. use cheese potato yep. sour cream and yep. onion yep. is that still a pizza it, yeah, it is, but you can't call it a pierogi pizza because you can also call it a baked potato pizza. Fine. It's a baked potato pizza. Is or a mashed potato pizza. If it has sour cream, cheese, yep. potatoes, and onions, is it still a pizza? Yeah, it's described as a pizza. Yeah, yeah, it is. So is anything on top of a flat bread dough a pizza? Well, uh, no, because it's about the bakage. Does it go in then baked or is the is that flat bread baked first? So is pizza more about the process that the flatbread dough seems to be, especially today, the only consistent theme across all pizzas is that it's a flatbread dough, ingredients are added, 
then it is baked. Yes, but he, can, can I ask you another question? Toppers, topper sticks. Isn't that just pizza without sauce? Those, that's cheese bread. How is that cheese bread? It's, it's a circle. Topper sticks come in a circle, and then they cut them like a stick. So... So is the cuttage is the way that you cut it? Does, does that? I don't think the way you cut it because there's different. There's there's square. You know, kind of the square cut. There's the uh, triangle. traditional triangle cut. Okay. I don't think the cutting has anything to do with it. But I think you've uncovered another layer here. Yeah, is that because it's just that flat bread dough with cheese? cheese. That's not pizza. How is that's, it not pizza? That's cheese bread because it doesn't have a sauce a sauce of any sort. Yeah, but the sauce is the side that you can dip it in. That you can dip it in. You don't. Well, what if I take that sauce and spread it on? Okay, fine. Then, then, then I switch my breadsticks to pizza sticks? I know how much you love deconstructed food <laughs> and that it's the biggest <laughs> that it's the biggest food trend that you miss because you're uh, deconstructed. I'm a chef. Look at this. I've got all the ingredients separate, so you can really appreciate each one. So are you saying cheese bread is deconstructed pizza and you love that? I didn't say I loved it. I'm just saying, is that pizza, though? Do you think you're better than everyone deconstructing no. a pizza and not just, you know, doing the commoner's way hey, hey, of having I, it all I together? You, can I tell you, side note, like, I thought it was before a super douchey dish, is that you have all the ingredients, like, kind of played in near each other, and you start with a piece of bread on one side, and you swoop it, <laughs> like, you like you know how, like, you, like, with, bre- uh, with, like, butter, you take a piece of bread and you, like, scrape it off the plate? Yes. But you do that <laughs> with all the little, all the ingredients, and you... You talk, you know, kind of like from the menu, you know, type style where it's like you just take it and you just slowly go across and you're like, you're embracing all the flavors as it comes in. Again, take a break. anyways, <laughs> de- that's deconstructed is what we're talking about. The reason, because of what we're talking about, we've uncovered something here. The reason that cheese bread dipped in marinara is not pizza is because it's out of order. The marinara was... Oh, so you're saying there's an order to pizza. That's what I, I think we, we've uncovered here based on what you said is part of pizza is that all the ingredients are added, then it's baked. So if so, if you make a okay, cheese me, bread, okay. the marinara is not baked with the pizza, so it is not okay. a pizza. You know how you can go to the store and you can get the crust like pre-baked or par-baked? Yeah. I just did that recently. Yeah, right? Yeah, I tried to recreate the Zaza from Lola, which was amazing. Wild discovery here. The Pillsbury pre-made dough, not as good as Pizzeria Lola's. Oh, wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> okay, if you do that, right, the, you know, the, the pre-cooked, yeah. would, then that's not considered pizza. If we're talking about processes, pizza is a process. But even, okay, so the par-bake is basically like it's still dough, so that's clearly pizza. But what you're saying is if you get one of those packaged already Yeah, baked, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, the yeah. journal style. And yeah. then essentially you're adding ingredients and just warming it up. Mm-hmm. But that warming up process is kind of like baking. So it's almost like the crust is now twice baked and the ingredients are once baked. Are you sure we're not um, doing a toasted open-faced sandwich? Interesting. Let me tell you something. What, are what if- all open-faced sandwiches pizza? Well, if we're gonna, if if shape matters, is avocado toast pizza? If shape matters, because toast says is it's a, a sliced bread that's toasted. So toast is actually the descriptor of what the item is. So you're saying 
a toasted open face sandwich would be an open face sandwich that is created and uh, then toasted. A bread, bread that's already baked off, and you put stuff on it and you warm, quote unquote, warm it up in the oven. In this scenario, I think the bread being a dough, it has to be a bread dough. Aren't all like most bread dough? But in the scenarios of what we're talking about, the crust is already baked or the bread is already baked before other ingredients are added. I think for a pizza, it's a bread dough with ingredients and it's all so, cooked but, together. Okay, so, but then the pizza, that crust that you can buy already cooked, baked, and you put stuff on it and you put it in the oven. I would say that's not authentic pizza. Oh, now we're throwing the word authentic in there. Well, it's pizza-like. If it's a cooked dough, you're basically making... You know what I'm talking about. Like the, yes, the no, I, I know what you're talking about. And so now we're getting into is the shape and ingredients more important than the process of how it's made? I don't know. You tell me. I think the process of how it is made is... But if someone used the pre-cooked dough, so yeah. it's just cooked crust, and yeah. then added the ingredients and gave it to me, I'd be like, yes, this is pizza. I've got nothing wrong with this. Mm. Mm. Which makes the argument of, like, an avocado toast, which actually, we can scrap avocado toast yeah. because it's not baked after the ingredients yep. are added. Yep. So I think a key component... Like a hot sandwich. We call key, it that. A key component to like, something. You're going to Quizno. Yeah, there has to be baking at the end of the process. The final step is And the baking. dough is raw. I think you don't need it to be raw because if someone used a pre-baked okay. crust, added ingredients, but the key is, is they're baking it again after the fact. So let me ask you something. I think Quizno, or I forget which one, you know, where you can toast your, you know, your, yeah. your sub. They have a pizza one. I think I got it. Okay. That is not a pizza. That is a pizza-like food because of the shape. No, no. It's 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 on a sub roll, whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think... Oh, oh because of the shape. That's what you're saying. So okay. that is a pizza sandwich. Or somebody would say mm -hmm. this is an open-faced pizza sandwich because the shape is on a sandwich bread. It's on okay. a sandwich roll. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to your janky pizza mm -hmm. on a slice of Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. Wonder Bread is kind of shaped like a square. There yeah. are square pizzas. Oh. But that bread is pretty cooked. Okay. If someone serves me pizza <laughs> on pre-cooked <laughs> dough, so basically finished crust, yeah. I wouldn't say this isn't pizza. But I think I don't know what to do about this. Yeah. Uh, and sauce. Is it a red sauce or it has to be tomato sauce? Because ketchup can be known as a tomato sauce. I think at this point, if it has tomato or sauce, any sauce, doesn't have to be yep. tomato-based, and cheese. But here is something I discovered while recreating the Zaza. Yeah? It does not have cheese. Yeah. So I think something can be pizza without cheese, but it has to have tomatoes or sauce. Does it have to have sauce? Yes. I think... If, if it, it doesn't, then it's just cheese sticks. It's a flatbread. Mm. But, okay, is a flatbread then something you don't put anything on top and you can just throw it in the oven? That's flatbread, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but when you put stuff on top 
and you throw it in the oven, if it doesn't have sauce or cheese, then it's still considered flatbread. Yes. I, hmm. I think anything that is a flatbread dough without sauce and any number of toppings, it is a flatbread. The second you add sauce, it becomes pizza. So focaccia. Focaccia is... If, if, if they you, have tomatoes, like, you know, sometimes they'll throw tomatoes on and olives and junk like that, mm -hmm. then they'll bake it off. It's a it's a bread, right? It's focaccia. That's focaccia bread. And that's where it gets interesting with the margarita pizza because the margarita pizza does not use a sauce. The, the, it uses tomatoes. Yep. So is a focaccia with tomatoes like a margarita pizza or is it different because of the type of bread well uh, the, the the same dough that people use for focaccia sometimes they'll use for dough for bread too oh, i'm sorry it's for pizza is margarita pizza the only type of pizza that doesn't use a sauce no there's plenty there's like there's um there's like clam clam pizzas you know but they use an alfredo sauce of no. some sort some, sometimes they don't depending they'll just literally be cheese it, it depends on traditionally where you, where it comes from. You know, sometimes it's just literally cheese and then uh, clamshells on top. And they just throw it in the pizza oven and the clamshell pops open. Hmm. White clam pie is a yep. pizza variety in New Haven, Connecticut. Yep. Typically prepared using pizza dough, clams, olive oil, grated cheese, garlic, yep. and oregano. Yep. There's no sauce there. So is that a flatbread? Is, are you going to tell me that's flatbread? I, yes. Yeah, New Haven can suck it. Whoa. That's not a pizza. They're, oh, they're, dang, bro. They're called. Here we go. Here we go. Conne yeah. Connecticut is calling a dish with pizza dough, clams, olive oil, cheese, garlic, and oregano a pizza? And that is not a pizza. That is a flat That's a flatbread with clams. And cheese. And cheese. But they're. So now you've got somebody that's just using the word pizza. Mm. To tr I, can you please? If they called this clam flatbread, it would not be that popular because people are like, I'm not a huge flatbread. Bro, 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 bro. I want you to send an email to the to New Haven and say, you guys, this is not pizza. I'll just, yeah, I'll get the generic email for New Haven <laughs> and they'll get an info, in, info at newhaven.org. They'll get an incoming message yeah. from a coffee roaster in Minnesota yes. being like, hey, your pizza is not pizza. I'm yeah. suing you. No, you don't sue them. Just tell no, I'm them that. I'm suing. Cease and desist. That's what I would send. I'm mm. going to send a cease and desist. You cannot use the word pizza to describe your clam pizza because it doesn't have sauce. That's a flatbread. And Man, I, those are fighting words, bro. I, I feel like this might get you some emails. But I don't, I don't think cheese is necessary for it to be a pizza. Because like uh. the Zaza does not use cheese. Okay, let me ask you something. There are flat, there are, um, okay, so there are like focaccias out there where it's unbaked, right? It's dough that's unbaked, mm -hmm. and they'll throw on tomatoes, and they'll throw in like, you know, onions or whatever, and then they'll bake it off. Could that be a pizza? There's no cheese in it, but there's tomatoes. I think the margarita pizza is an exception to the rule. That it is the only type of pizza in my mind that uses oh, just tomatoes. And then and then you have to, okay, but then you also have to define, like, what is just tomatoes? Is it fresh cut tomatoes? Because I think it was like, I think it was like kind of like the braised tomatoes, and they just kind of scooped it out. Which it made, 
went which the tomatoes when you cooked it down took sauce form now we're back to sauce because cooked tomatoes are essentially sauce even yeah. if it's like a whole tomato yeah. and then it's cooked after yeah that's what i'm saying so like it doesn't say oh it's, it's made with san, yes san, san marzano, marzano tomatoes yeah. so that is a sauce so yeah. i'm saying that pizza has to have bread dough and sauce or it's not a pizza. Okay. I'm not saying it has to be tomato. I think okay. the pizza has evolved it, enough. It has to be some kind of sauce, some a liquid, a thick liquid, a thick concentrated flavor liquid. And it can't be an ingredient. Ah, well, so here is okay, like here olive oil. Somebody could argue, well. That's what well, I was going to say, the New Haven. Olive oil is a sauce. No, it's not. Olive oil is olive. It's olive completely. oil mixed with the cheese in there becomes a sauce form when you put it in the pizza oven. Olive oil bakes into bread. I'm saying. Tomato but, sauce but, does but, not. You've but, got an olive oil bread topped with clams. Oh, it's a pizza. <laughs> New Haven's going to slash your tires. Okay, so didn't you go to school up in that area? No, that's Yale. <laughs> Whatever, you're all the same up there. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy Leagues. New, uh, New Haven. Oh, look at our <laughs> football stadium. Things old, it's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Darth Man? Uh, uh, Hanover, New Hampshire. You guys are all the same up there. New Hampshire, New Haven. Nah, we're in the wilderness, baby. Okay, middle of nowhere, down. let's calm go. Down, calm down, You guys are all friends up there. Okay, um, but the olive oil mixed with the cheese and the grated cheese that they put on there becomes sauce form the moment you throw it in the oven. The cheese does not incorporate with the olive oil. It mixes with it. When it's cooked. Well, it doesn't incorporate, it mixes. Isn't incorporating, when you cook, mixing. The thing I'm really just, words mean stuff, Rob. Yes. Olive oil is not a sauce no matter what you put in it, if that's like the core thing, because olive oil will just bake into the bread. If there's cheese in it, it's going to separate because the olive oil, when baking, is going to soak into the bread and the melted cheese is going to remain on top. Tomato sauce, even though it uses olive oil as an ingredient, remains on top of the pizza. I think sauce is an absolutely necessary factor for something to be a pizza. It has to be on there. It can't be dipped into sauce. It cannot be dipped into sauce. So I think bread dough and a sauce of some sort are absolute necessities. And then I think the third part here is that all the ingredients are cooked. However, I read recently about a pizza maker that makes the pizza, cooks the pepperoni separately yeah, so that it gets that nice yep. cup form and yep. kind of holds olive flavor bombs yep. in the pepperoni. Mm -hmm. However, that's still pizza because the pizza is cooked with all the ingredients, yeah. the bread dough, the sauce, the cheese, and, and then the pepperoni. Throw the pepperoni do, do you know what he does with, the, with the, all the pepperoni juice that comes out when he cooks? He mixes it up with Bacon ranch. fat. Yeah, well, yeah, that, and then he mixes it up into a ranch, and then he squirts the ranch and on top. And that's the sauce on top, yeah. so you've got, like, the fat from the yeah. But I think bread dough, sauce, and those are cooked together is an absolute necessity. You don't need cheese? I don't think you need cheese. Okay, so what about, you ever heard of the grandma slice? Mm-mm. It's a square. Oh, okay. Didn't know it was called that. But yeah, it's yeah. called the Grandma Slice. Yeah. It's a square. Big in New York. New, New York, New Jersey. I think I think Jersey, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll check on that later. Uh, but what what it is, is it's basically, it's like almost like a focaccia mm -hmm. baked in a square, and they have sauce on top. They throw the sauce on top. And then uh, they I think they bake it off, and once it comes out, you throw it, you shave on um, Parmesan Reggiano. Or you, I think you might even throw in right before you throw it in there. So, so that, but I can argue that that's 
a focaccia with sauce on top. It's in a square. Is it baked yeah. with the sauce? Yeah, you could do the same thing with focaccia. Is the focaccia bread finished before the sauce is added no. and then baked? Yes. It, no, no, no. The, the, they, when I was in Italy, <laughs> I can do that. You can literally just get a basically it's focaccia with, uh, with tomato sauce on top. It's baked with the you know with the is sauce. Is the dough baked with yep. the sauce, or is yep. the, is the focaccia baked? Nope. Okay, that's yeah. a pizza. So you're saying that that's a pizza? Yeah. But it's clearly stated that this is focaccia bread with you know with. Would you say perhaps pizza toppings? No, I mean you could just throw any topping on it. It doesn't. But it has sauce and cheese, so I'd go. Oh, it's like a pizza. No, it just has sauce on it. If someone said we've got a marinara sauce pizza using a focaccia dough and they brought that, would you say, yes, this is a pizza? It's hard for me. See, the big thing here is I've referenced it multiple times, the Zaza. I was shocked to figure out it didn't use cheese when I attempt to recreate it. Yeah, but the Zaza has like pepperoni and all that stuff on it. But no cheese. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying this is- That's what I'm saying is the cheese doesn't matter. No, no, no. I'm saying this is just sauce. If it's baked with the dough, it's pizza. Even if it's just sauce. You could order a Domino's pizza without cheese. I'm sorry, you ordered a round bread with sauce on top. The sauce was baked with the bread dough, it's a pizza. Hmm. If you're saying that the Zaza without cheese is pizza, but... That bread with just sauce I think is not it, pizza. I think that it has to have more than just sauce for pizza. On a round or square <coughs> bread dough baked with sauce plus something else. If someone brought me that, I would say, is this a pizza without cheese? No, you couldn't. No, you don't have to say the without cheese. If you say without cheese, then you're saying it needs cheese also to be a pizza. If you, if you say, oh, this so is a pizza. So at what point does the Zaza become a pizza? The moment you put the uh, other ingredients on it. Besides what if I put stuff? just kimchi on it? Yeah. So you're saying it has to be bread dough, sauce, Plus. and at least one additional ingredient. Absolutely. What if that ingredient was oregano? No, that's part of the sauce. It's part of the sauce. What if that ingredient was... Basil? Basil. Part of the sauce. So any herb yeah. or spice is a part of the sauce. It needs it has, to be yeah. a physical separate thing for it to become a pizza. I also believe that the cheese is the connector for the pizza. And I agree with that because yeah. I do think for it to be a pizza, it needs to have cheese. Yep. And then any pizza without cheese, you're like, this is a pizza without cheese. Yeah. It's still pizza, yeah. but it but, just but, doesn't use cheese. But, but again, it's like when you think when you say pizza, what is the first thing you think of? Bread dough, sauce, Bread dough, cheese. sauce, cheese. And I think anything that's not that, and in this case, we're not saying tomato sauce. I, I think, no. it, yeah, it's evolved past tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. If you got a pizza that used a white mm-hmm. sauce or a barbecue sauce or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you're going, this is still a pizza because it has sauce. So we're saying pizza is something prepared with bread dough, sauce, and cheese where those base ingredients are cooked together. Anything that does not have 
cheese is basically a variation of pizza. And I think that's a pretty good definition. Shape. I don't think shape matters because... At all. I mean, rectangle pizza is a rectangle. You've got oh. round pizzas. You've got bluto, which is kind of the more like organic football. dough shape. And you have football pizza. You have, <laughs> you have football pizza, which is shaped like a football. I do not think size or shape matters. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say that. <laughs> We're keeping that in there. Um... <laughs> My left eye's been twitching a lot lately, and I think I'm figuring out why, and he's sitting right across from me. <laughs> I love you, bro. Um, okay. So size doesn't, I mean, shape doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know if the mic's picking this up, but it sounds like I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I think it's bread dough, mm-hmm. sauce, cheese. Anything that's not those three things is a variation of pizza and requires an additional word. Uh,. And it has to be open, right? Has to be open. It Can't happens. be closer. It's a calzone yeah, or calzone, brody or some bro- other yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is our next episode, by the way. What calzone? Sealed, filled doughs. That sounds like a really good band name. And on that note, I'll end it how I end every <laughs> other episode and say, "Have a nice day."